0: Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Race Nerd Podcast here on CKCC Radio. Uh, as you can tell, I am in the mobile studio today, uh, and I got, a uh, uh, we got some, um, yeah, not a whole lot of off-season news, but we do have a little bit of on-track discussion to talk about. As F1 Formula 1 is still uh, happening and there's a couple of big stories coming out there. There's some uh, stories coming out of the world of NASCAR. Uh, And we talk about Team Old Guy. Uh, What I dubbed as one IndyCar team and why I'm excited about it. Uh, But first, you know, you hear me every week go through the plethora of programming on the show. So I'm going to kind of, if you already haven't checked out CKCC Radio, the rest of the programs on here, besides this one that you're currently listening to, give it a shot. Uh, There are five or six other shows right now. And three more coming to the network that I'm very excited about. I just found out about two of those the other day. And there's uh, another one. uh, A a female-based show where the hosts on it talk wrestling and MMA and horror and other stuff all from a female perspective uh so that's going to be an interesting one uh, then there's always the nerd table which is the lead show on now on the network and a very fun show at that uh, so um yeah check them out if you're not already a patron member check out uh Patreon at CK, uh, Club Kayfabe, sorry, all one word, uh, Club then K-A-Y-F-A-B-E, uh, and for a mere $5 a month, you can actually get all the programming, so, it's, it's, it's great, it's great stuff. Um, well worth it, you know, especially for that $5. But anyway, we got a Pop Quiznos for ya. And that is in... Oh man, I had, to, I had a date for this and I forgot what it was. Oh yes, now I remember. In 1995 at Atlanta. Morgan Shepard and the Wood Brothers would change their iconic Sitco colors to black and yellow and white to match what famous film that was being released at that time. It's a famous film with a long lineage it's part of a series of films, then even more so as I note in history as being one of the most popular video games at that time, and actually still is one of the most popular um, currently. So, we answer at the end of the show. Uh, We got... Before we get to the car stuff, I do want to touch on um, those of you who have not seen uh, the Roman, I'm going to butcher his name, Roman gross Jean um, wreck uh, that happened um, this past weekend in, I want to say Bahrain, but I believe that's where they're racing. This weekend for the Formula One uh, drivers, but um, Gross team uh, accident was very, very horrific. Um, very lucky that he survived with only the, um, the burns to his hands uh, as his car hit an armco guardrail, uh, the same kind of guardrails you normally see on the highways and whatnot. Um, Hit one of those at a decent clip of speed. A uh, car burst into flames. Um, he was lucky to get out with only those minor injuries. And two very important notes to take away from this. While we all know racing is a <coughs> a very dangerous sport. The, the advancements that have come along with it um, have, in, especially in the past 20 years, uh, definitely in the last 50, um, have been tremendous. Uh, I think had that accident happened 20 years ago, and most certainly 50, 60 years ago, uh, this young man uh, or Haas. Um, F1 out there, um, he would, he would have definitely perished, um, instead he was released from the hospital, I believe yesterday, as we're recording on Wednesday, I believe he was released from the hospital after Sunday's incident, uh, with, as I said, just burns on his hands. Um. It's it's definitely a scary wreck. Certainly one of the scariest open-wheel wrecks I've seen in a long, long time. And if it wasn't for the Halo, which is mandated on all F1 cars, I really do believe he would have been killed um, as it protected... Um, Area and kept anything from protruding through there, uh, kind of deflecting it all. But um, the other part of the safety thing is that if the cars have all the safety, why shouldn't the tracks? Why wasn't this part of the track? And like I said, I don't know where, I don't remember off the top of my head where this race took place but why we are still using Armco barriers for motorsports events that cars are going anywhere between 150 and 200 miles an hour. We're using a steel Armco fucking barrier and no padding, no nothing on the front of it to kind of protect, uh... Anybody from hitting it, uh, I I think that this is it, it, it's. I almost want to say it's negligence on the part of um, the FIA, and the FIA is the world's biggest uh, motorsports authority, and that kind of negligence it really is frightening. So, it's good to see that he's in good spirits and that he will be hopeful that he's home and on his way to recovery. Uh, He will not be racing this weekend. As I said, I believe it's Bahrain. Uh, Another driver who will not be racing this weekend is the driver who is all but officially crowned the 2020 uh, F1 World Champion. As Lewis Hamilton has been diagnosed with COVID, uh, he's the third motorsports uh, personality in the last week and a half who's been diagnosed. Uh, along with Hamilton, we've had uh, truck series driver, Natalie Decker, uh, Natalie the wrecker Decker, she is, uh, she had been diagnosed with COVID, and NASCAR Hall of Famer, uh, the voice of a generation for, uh, fans who have followed NASCAR on television, Ken Squire is recovering at home in Vermont, we wish, uh, well wishes to all three of those, um, uh, personalities. Um... So, not that this is a, I don't want to start this off on a bad foot, but we had a lot of un, sad and unfortunate news. Um, the news came last, on Friday, uh, was the passing of William Rowdy Bur- Harrell, not Burrell, William Harrell. Uh, no new, his friends and competitors as Rowdy. Um, Rowdy and his wife Blakely were killed in an automotive accident just after Thanksgiving as they were on their way to their honeymoon. Uh, they were killed in Florida uh, in a traffic accident, and it's tragic. holidays, but it's even more tragic when you hear that they were just married three days before uh, their passing, and I know that, you know, it's one of those things, and it's just it's hard enough when it's like a teammate or a co-worker, somebody you know, but it's even harder when it's not only the holidays, but there's... Celebrating the happiest day of their lives. Uh, so thoughts and prayers go out to the uh, to the families and to Hendrick Motorsports, where he was a rear tire changer for Alex Bowman uh, and the a team, So we have all that. Uh, but um, I got to change gears, getting on onto lighter fare. After all that doom and gloom, we we got something bright and something I'm personally excited about and that is Team Old Guy. Um, Obviously, Jimmy Johnson is moving to IndyCar and running the road courses and street circuits for Chip Ganassi and the newly renumbered 48 team. Carvana will be partnering for those races. Now, Chip had said that the 48 car will run the entire schedule, not just the street and road courses, but they will also run the ovals. And a lot of speculation came at who would drive on those ovals. And it comes about with another former champion, a former Indianapolis 500 winner and uh, one of the longest tenure drivers in the IndyCar circuit uh, and that would be Tony Ganon as TK will partner back up with Ganassi and they had a one year deal uh, about a few years back I'm excited for this as <coughs> TK hopefully will be able to have a proper farewell to the fans uh, as he tried this year with uh, AJ Boy Racing and that TK is no, no, no knock on obviously on AJ Foy racing, I I love AJ Foy racing, I love AJ Foy, um, I love how they, at times they've been the little team that could, you know, um, you know, especially when they had Takuma Sato, and he kinda was the man to beat, um, the wild man from, uh, from Japan, as I used to call them, he uh, they they've been put together, but they don't have the budget that teams like Auto Autosport or Ganassi or Penske have. Um, your big three teams—they're uh, kind of like a middle of the pack team and. But they still get spot you know some sponsorship and they still are able to lure in some good drivers like Sebastian Bourdais and Tony Canon last year. Um, but they you know they're still middle of the road. Anyway, uh, the Nassi's race teams and budgets and everything else is My phone fell out of its little holder. Uh, They they pale in comparison to what... (sighs) Floyd seems pale in comparison to what Ganassi can bring. So, while TK had his farewell, one, it wasn't with the best of teams, and two, and more importantly... Um, you want to say goodbye to the fans with fans in attendance. Now, uh, obviously with the pandemic, uh, we weren't able to have fans in attendance. So, it kind of curbed, you know, took all the luster. Um, this is the guy who is a a fan favorite in any car. Um, myself included, and to be completely frank and honest, for many years, I wasn't a Tony Canon fan. I, I really wasn't. Um, then maybe s- over the past six, seven years, I started to lighten up on it. And you know, and I, and I, I, I've been known to do this, you know. I'll be cold on somebody for, for quite a long time. You know, then I'll just kind of warm up to them. Um, actually, that's how I became a Kurt Busch fan. I've always known Kurt had talent. Um, Kurt was outspoken. He was boisterous. He was this. He was that. Um, and I didn't like that, you know. He uh, he replaced my favorite driver, Rusty, when Rusty retired. You um, know, it was kind of one of those things. I, you know, I wanted to root for the Blue Juice, but I couldn't bring myself to it. But over time, and. Um, I guess both with me and Kurt maturing at the same time, getting older, uh, we, uh, you know, I, I became a fan. And, you know, with his talent and, you know, the direction his life had taken, especially after losing his ride at Penske, I, um, I, uh, I was a, um, I became a huge, uh, a huge fan that way. Um, and that was the same way with Jeff Gordon. And in some ways, Jimmy Johnson. Um, so when it came to TK, it was that same way, and um, I started following him with a little more vigor and a little more interest. Um, you know, once he left Andretti Motorsports, and you know, and how his career's taken him to AJ Foyt Racing, uh, Dale Coyne Racing uh, you know, Ganassi for a year, you know, he's kind of, he's kind of done his own little thing, and, you know, to see him go out, you know, with hopefully a good team that'll put him in contention for wins in those final four races, uh, the two at Texas, Gateway, and obviously at Indy, you know, I'm excited for that. I'm excited for that, and I know that he's got great partners with NTT Data, uh, the sponsor of the series, which is a longtime partner of Ganassi Racing, predating uh, them taking over his title sponsorship of the series, and Bryant uh, Heating and Cooling uh, Company, which has been a longtime partner in motorsports for... As long as I can remember. Uh, Especially cars. So, um, got all that. We got um, news that Ryan Truex will return to Nice Motorsports next year. um, Which I'm excited for. uh, As that is the Truex brother that I do like. Uh, And certainly a driver who's paid his dues and bounced around um, throughout NASCAR. Uh, Also, the announcement that John Hunter Nemechek will return to uh, the truck series and to and team up with Kyle Bush Motorsports has been announced. He will be replacing Raphael Assard, which is moving to a part-time 12-race deal with Gallagher Motorsports, presumably in the truck that was just vacated when Brett Moffat moved to the Xfinity Series. Um, Lessard's crew chief at Kyle Busch Motorsports will be moving to As he moves over to sit on the war wagon for Haley Deegan in the 17 truck. Uh, so there's a, a, a Mike Hillman Jr. I apologize. Mike Hillman Jr. will be... Um, moving from Lassard's team over to uh, calling the shots as crew chief for Haley Deegan, which I think is a big boost to the talented youngster as she makes her full-time truck series debut. Um, other notes, uh, Corey Lejoy has snagged one of the Spire Motorsports rides as he will drive the number seven, Chevrolet for Spire in a full-time effort, uh, presumably bringing over some of his sponsorship from uh, his days at GoFast Motorsports. Um, I'm thinking maybe we'll see um, Keen Parts and CorvetteParts.com on there, but more uh, like uh, Schaefer Systems, which has been a sponsor of his uh, going back many years. I expect them on the 7 car. Uh, there is no uh, announcement on who will be driving the 77 next year. Um, a, a spot which was most recently until the announcement for John Hunter was where he was going to be landing. Um, you know, now it's up in the air where. Who will be in that ride and where it'll be but it's just stuff to look forward to um so we have all that we have um the interesting little tidbit which i saw over the last couple of days uh american indycar driver santino ferrucci yes with with a name that italian you'd expect him from sicily or italy but he's actually from connecticut uh has made mention that he would like to try the xfinity and the truck series so there may be possible opening for him uh in one of those rides it's been hinted that he will join a a program with rick Ware racing uh although there is no announcement as where um, last year would put James Davidson, uh, former IndyCar driver, into his Cup Series ride for multiple races towards the end of the season. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else. Um, that pretty much I think that pretty much catches everybody up into the world of motorsports and what's going on. Uh, so. As I said, continued prayers and well wishes to uh, Ken Squire and Lewis Hamilton and Natalie Decker. And thoughts and prayers out to the Harwell family and Hendrick Motorsports in general. And we got an answer to the trivia question. Oh my goodness, how could I forget that? And that is which 1995 movie would be adorn would adorn Morgan Shepard and uh, the Wood Brothers race team in 1995 at Atlanta. And that is none other than Goldeneye, the 007 James Bond film uh, with Pierce Brosnan. Uh, which Goldeneye is certainly popular among Bond fans and fans in general, but. Most notably, uh, the Golden Eye video game, which certainly has a long legacy and a very, very popular game, even to this day. Um, I was just talking about it the other day, and I certainly haven't forgotten that car. And when I talk um, movie sponsorships of cars, that'll certainly come up. Along with any other ones. And that'll probably. am going to give you guys a little spoiler. That'll probably be a Patreon episode. So keep your. Ears out. And your wallets open for that one. Because that is going to be a fun time. Maybe I may get some guests on. To talk about that. So until next time. I'm Matt Hardman. This is the Race Nerd Podcast. And I will see you at the track.